I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about a little bit bipolar. Right. Well, Margaret, bipolar seems to come up in a lot of our coaching sessions. It certainly does. And we get a lot of questions about it and you have a lot of experience with this. Yes. Um, and one of the things that people say is that their partner is a little bit bipolar. Yeah, or has a mild case. So we're going to talk about that today because, like I said, Margaret has tremendous experience with it and it's really important to understand. Right. Bipolar overall is an important thing to understand and we haven't talked about it for a while so I just wanted to go back to it. Bipolar, there are two major mental illnesses in this world. One is schizophrenia, which is a thought disorder. The other one is bipolar, which is a mood disorder. And there are some people who have a little bit of both. Okay, um, but what I hear most about is bipolar disorder and I find that most people these days are quite well acquainted with what bipolar disorder is mm -hmm. and these are the people who have angry outbursts yep. okay which make perfect sense for the first five or ten minutes that they're ranting and raving at you and then it goes downhill from there and they don't make any sense anymore but they're convinced that they're right and you're wrong and their anger is quite overwhelming mm -hmm. now many people have angry outbursts but no one does it quite as well as a bipolar person Okay. Now the other side of bipolar, that's called the manic phase. When your mood is high and you feel on top of the world and you feel like you know everything and if any wrong has been done to you in this world, somebody's going to hear about it and they're going to hear the whole story and how wrong and how bad it was. Okay. And they're going to hear it on no uncertain terms and maybe loudly. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, but people go off, off the scale quickly when they have an angry outburst and they have bipolar disorder. The other end of the disease, which is why it's called bipolar, because it has a high and a low, is major depression. And it has the same criteria as regular major depression. Bipolar depression and major depression look exactly the same. And when we try to do a diagnosis, the only way we can do it is to get from the person a pretty good life history so we know that they may or may not have had um, any manic episodes over their lifetime when they got wild and crazy um, and that you know it's not just a regular old depression not that a regular old major depression is a joke it's nothing of the kind but sometimes we make a misdiagnosis because we haven't carefully looked at the history um, there are several um, and people don't always recognize um, bipolar episodes as such. And one of the key questions to ask is, did you ever go on any spending binges? And there's nobody who doesn't seem to answer that honestly. And I tell you who profits from bipolar is the Home Shopping Network. 
<laughs> okay? You get some people in a manic state, there's nothing to cheer you up like a bunch of packages coming to your door. <laughs> you know? Well, now uh, we have Amazon. And now we have Amazon, so I mean, better yet. Um, It'll get to you in an hour. Right. But people in, in a manic episode, the high end of it, do all kinds of crazy things. I knew a nice quiet housewife one time who went out and bought a pet boa constrictor when she was going into a manic state. And mm -hmm. her husband and children didn't know what to do. Uh, she was trying to tell them, I think, it, it should have dinner with them. But it made perfect sense to her at that time. Okay? When you're really, really manic, you feel like you're on top of the world and that you're right about everything and that there isn't anything you can't do. Okay? And I was sharing with Craig earlier, many people in the prison system are bipolar because when they were in a manic state, um, they would stop taking their medication because it feels good to be manic and the medication brings you back down to normal. All right? And I remember I worked in juvenile detention for a while and the kids would come in having done something absolutely insane out in the community and they'd get sent to juvenile detention. And I'd say, well, so did you ever have a therapist? Did you ever take any medication? And they would say that they went to the local mental health clinic and they saw some lady um, and she gave them pills and they only took them for a week. And I want to say, hey, to tell you, honey, but that's how come you got here. Had you taken the mood stabilizing pills that she was giving you, you know, you might not be here. Mm -hmm. But also the disease of being manic also tells you the the medicine is no good for you. And if you were manic a week ago, and then you got this medicine to bring you down to normal, of course you feel worse than you did. And I talked to an extraordinarily honest gentleman a few weeks ago, and he was saying he had been manic for much of his life, and he was currently coming off of a manic episode. And he said literally, he'd almost hear a voice in his head that would say, you felt wonderful before you took this medication. What are you doing this for? Stop taking it, it's bad for you. Okay, so he would stop taking it and unfortunately he had, he had had a tiff with his girlfriend while he was not on the medication. But he was so honest, I'm sure he was gonna be okay. And we had another client that said that something similar too? Yes, we did, yep. He said, I don't want to stop taking, or keep, I don't want to take the medication. I like the way I feel. I like the way it makes, yeah, I like the way I feel. I don't want to get rid of it. And that's a burden for the, for the manic person um, to bear. And I've heard from numerous manic people, you know, there's no way if you're not manic, you can ever feel manic. And they say it's wonderful beyond their powers to describe it. And I believe them. But yes, we did hear it. Yeah, from a mutual client. Yeah, I don't want to take the medication. It makes me feel worse. I know it does. And I'm really sorry you have to take it. Um, the other end of the spectrum is awful depression. That goes on for a longer time, oftentimes, than regular depression. And has to be treated differently. Um, if you treat a bipolar depression with regular depression medicine, it doesn't help. In fact, sometimes it makes things worse. For the manic depression, for the depressed end of manic, you need a mood stabilizer, okay? Um, that will help. Otherwise, you can continue having depressions, and if your prescriber doesn't know that underneath all this you're bipolar, you will continue to get the wrong medicine, okay? Now, I also had somebody ask me in the last couple of weeks, well, my partner can't be bipolar because she's only had the depressed end of what looks like a bipolar depression. 
That can also happen, and there's a separate name for it, which is bipolar 2. That you can only have the depressed end of it for years, and what happens to people all of a sudden, out of the blue, after years of only having the manic end of it, the, the depressed end of it, they can have a manic episode that startles them and everybody around them. So how would somebody know the difference if they have uh, a bipolar depression or, or a regular, a regular depression. depression? It's one of the biggest mistakes we make in mental health. You have to see a psychiatrist, okay? And psychiatrists are always well trained in bipolar disorder. I never worked with a psychiatrist who didn't know bipolar well. It's very common and because it can only be treated by medication then by therapy, I think psychiatrists tend to see more bipolar patients than others. But you have to go and then I hear, well my partner will never do that. Well, would your partner go to the doctor if they had diabetes or the chicken pox or God help us recently the measles? You know, um, if you have to go, you have to go. And this particular gentleman I had mentioned as being so open, I explained to him, it is not your fault that you have bipolar, which was wonderful news for him. He said he had felt terribly ashamed about being bipolar all of his life. It's a chemical imbalance that you're born with. There's no fault here. And if you have it, then you've done things that you could not control. Not that you didn't want to, not because you were a bad person, but because you couldn't. But with lots of bipolar people who are not on medication, they'll promise, I won't have any, any angry outbursts this weekend now that we're going to visit the in-laws. And they can't keep the promise. Not without the medication, they can't. Once they get on medication, all sorts of wonderful things can happen. All right? So either you have it or you don't. And, you know, certainly like anything else, it's diagnosed mild, moderate, or severe. But the essence of bipolar is it's dramatic. You feel grandiose when you have it. I remember when I worked in the prison, there was a little Haitian man, I've never forgotten him. And he said to me one day when he was wildly manic, he said, you can't lock me up, I'm way too beautiful. <laughs> okay? In other words, he was feeling grandiose, so I said to him, you are beautiful, but I still have to lock you up for your own safety and everybody else's. And he said, okay. <laughs> but that's only because I said he was beautiful. All right? Um, so it just wants you to be knowledgeable, because into every life, um, probably some bipolar will come. You're, there's going to be somebody in your family or in your friend circle or at work um, who has bipolar disorder. And... Denying it can get you the wrong medication for years. Yep. So I just wanted to do a quick update. Of course, you want to get yourself a local psychiatrist to yes. get evaluated. Right. Okay? If you are um, experiencing any of the symptoms that Margaret talked about, get evaluated by a professional. Right. Now, some people... Um, will go to their local physician and that's not the best idea it's okay in an emergency or while you're waiting for an appointment with a psychiatrist but it's not what your physician does every day and it's they not, usually will send you to the psychiatrist they usually anyway. will send you to the psychiatrist yeah which is the best thing that you can do and you don't have to be ashamed it is not your fault no okay no and the medication has gotten so much better oh. Um, I remember the days, not when we didn't have the medication, but 
not too long after that. And people would spend years of their lives in institutions until we discovered lithium, which is the mood stabilizer. And now we have, we just got two new ones in the last couple of years and they get better every year. That's right. Um, easier to live with. Because uh, there's no one that works perfectly for everybody. You have to work with the psychiatrist to get the right combination for you. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully this has been helpful. Think about what Margaret is saying. She's worked with uh, bipolar patients for many, many years. Many, many years. Okay. And this is coming from experience. Yeah. So she's trying to help you guys. Believe me, she knows that this can be hard to hear. And we know that people that are bipolar do not want to stay on their medications. Right. They're often saying to themselves, I don't need it, I feel good. Well, and the disease does it. It's much like what um, substance abuse does to you. The alcohol says, you're just fine, you can keep drinking. Yeah. You know, or the drugs are okay for you. Look, you had a great week. Um, bipolar does some of the same things. And if you take the medication, you live a perfectly normal life. Otherwise, you cannot. And Margaret would not say that if she didn't truly believe it. Oh, no, it. I wouldn't. I would get people who'd call me in my private practice and say, I have bipolar, can you treat me, but I don't want to take the medication. And I would say, I'm not going to take your money, uh, and I'm not going to tell you that I can treat you without the medication. If you want to get on the medication, I'll be absolutely happy to treat you in therapy. But never will I say you don't need the medication. Okay. Yeah. So, there you have it. Um, a little bit of an update on bipolar. Bipolar. And of course, if you have something related to bipolar and you want to get a coaching with Margaret, she sure. would be I, very helpful. Absolutely. I'd be happy to help you. And all you got to do is click on Margaret on the website to do that. Of course, if you want to get my help personally, just go to AskCraig.net. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Like I said, Margaret does Skype coaching. Yes, I do. If you'd like to sign up with me, that's great. I can get you in pretty quickly right now. Uh, but that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.